Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by the coolest cat in the jungle, Mozzie. Meow. <laughs> mm, feisty. Spicy. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. How's it going? Good, good. I was tempted to open up with, hey, all you cool cats and kittens, but have you uh, have you seen Tiger King? Oh, God. Oh. I did watch the first episode. My curiosity was finally that of a cat. I uh, was not, I don't know. I kept seeing so many headlines about it. I felt like I didn't need to watch it. But then <laughs> Yeah, my you, you God, can, what a what a documentary! Yeah, you can pretty much get like the gist of it through all the memes, to be fully honest. But it's only seven episodes; it wasn't like a huge, you know, take up of my time, and there's a lot of time. So <laughs> that whore Carol Baskin—that's all. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, whatever someone says, Carol Baskin, without saying like that bitch or anything like that, like you've got to like that's like her full Christian name at this point is that bitch right. Carol Baskin. But. Anyway, uh, speaking of Tigers, we'll get right into it with, because uh, we start with Joe Burrow. Ta-da! Yeah. Probably going to be a Bengal Tiger. Yep. Was also a Tiger at LSU. So, it's pure, pure Tiger. He is the Tiger King, honestly. But, um, Layers. But, <laughs> yeah, so today we're talking about quarterbacks. Um, we're going to start with just going over the rookies, and if there's time, we'll talk about like the, the actual NFL quarterback movement of the guys who are already in, in the league. But... Yeah, we can get going on our quarterbacks. Um, we're going to go over, let's see, the top, like, set eight. Yeah, our, like, it's the, a general top eight. I think it's kind of the consensus top eight, too. But, yeah. Pretty we're much going. the only quarterbacks, really, that are mentioned. Yeah. I, 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 in the draft. Yeah, I, I assume these eight will get drafted outside of that. I imagine a couple more get drafted just because quarterbacks, you know. But, yeah, I these are the eight most important ones, I feel. So, um. We'll start. We'll start with Joe Burrow, guy most likely to go number one overall to the Bengals, barring anything buck wild. But right. So, how how are you on Joe Burrow? Where does he rank for you? If you want to rank, um, what are your thoughts on him? So the the cool thing about Joe Burrow is that his uh, he had a pretty much a really mediocre season and then an absolutely phenomenal season. But the good thing with Joe is that the good season came after. The mm-hmm. mediocre, That's uh, which nice. makes him essentially the inverse of Jordan Love, which we'll get <laughs> to later. Um, but I mean, holy shit! His his final year there at LSU, I think I wrote down he had fifty six hundred yards passing, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. He had a seventy six percent completion percentage, which is also disgusting. And most disgusting was a 60 to 6 touchdown to interception ratio. He yeah. was absolutely <laughs> bonkers. And I remember I went and looked at his tape a little bit because I was very curious about the nature of these stats. Was he throwing the ball five yards and he had great receivers that were taking it to the house every time? Or was he actually completing difficult passes downfield? And the answer is absolutely. Um, he had He was making all kinds of really good throws all over the field, reading defenses, torching them uh, more likely. And I think it's a pretty good call for why he's probably going number one overall. Um, With that being said, I don't know if I would necessarily rank him higher than Tua based on Tua's college tenure, but Mm. I I do like Joe Burrow a lot. His, He's got to work on his arm strength a little bit, but other than that, like he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks the consensus number one, and I think the Bengals are getting a really good quarterback. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's really good. He looked good before last year too, but he also just had a freaking amazing team around him last year, so that helped a lot. Oh, so well, like, yeah. But I mean, half of his team is getting drafted this year. Yeah, or definitely will be next year too. Like some of those receivers right. aren't even able to come out yet, but. Yeah, he. I think he's a great fit for the Bengals too, based on. Cause I mean, if you're going from Dalton to somebody like having the offense set up for Dalton and having it for Burrow, it's like not like a huge difference. Cause like Burrow, like Burrow's his limiter, his limiting factor is his arm strength. Like he can still throw a deep ball. He puts a lot of air into the ball well, so like that's how he's like able to still push it deep. But he doesn't like drive the ball super hard as far as like lasering at forty yards. But that's not usually that necessary. And so yeah, he doesn't have like the Michael Vick. Colin Kaepernick laser shot, which is just like a dart, but yeah. he can he can 
has really good touch on the ball. So where he's putting it is accurate. It's just not the most, you know, oomph behind it. Yeah, but I think I think the weapons the Bengals have are a good fit. And also, I, I know he had like a great O-line at LSU, but I think he's going to be able to navigate even with just like an average or below average line just because he's he's really good in the pocket. He escapes all he's mobile enough to, and he, he sends his pressure a lot better than Baldwin did. So he's not going to have that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have those like disaster moments or anything. And it'll kind of give the line some leeway. And he's he also like has pretty much, I don't know if he's talked about it, but it's very obvious he like, tries to stay within the tackles too. Like Even when he like pulls back and like moves around, he tries to not like get too far out so it doesn't you know fuck over the lineman, basically. <laughs> so that's needed a lot for Cincinnati. I know they had injuries, but I don't think they're going to go from worst to first or anything on the old line. But um, mm. as far I mean, I'll, you mentioned it, he's, he's awesome in um, short intermediate game. Um, yeah, no, super it's accurate. Great putter. Yeah. yeah, and he's not like passive either. That's the thing. Like usually, like accurate short game is associated with passive, but no, he still like is aggressive too. And there's not a ton of like sample of him like throwing it super deep. But um, one of the areas like where there is like the largest sample is um like sideline deep throwing thirty plus yards. He's pretty good that way, and he's he is confident too, which the Bengals need. He's kind of like opposite of Dalton in that sense, like. He's not phased by his mistakes or big hits. Um, as far as like weak points goes, I know we mentioned like the arms like a limiting factor, but probably not like an issue. But plenty of quarterbacks have like gotten their arm a little stronger. Yeah, um, I mean Teddy Bridgewater it. doesn't have a great arm strength either, and mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty solid quarterback. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean Matt Ryan even like his arm strength isn't like the best even, and he's gotten it better like as he's gotten in the league. So obviously started to like come back down a bit, but I mean. Like, you don't have to have a cannon to be a great NFL quarterback, though. Um, I mean, look at Brady. He's an effective... He he had been for... I mean, obviously, he was an effective deep thrower, and he's younger, too. It's cheerleaded some, but, like... Yeah, Brady, I mean... Brady Pey- threw deep super well. Peyton, Peyton won a Super Bowl with a noodle arm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... And then, yeah, his uh, average year yards were 12, I believe, mm-hmm. or over 12. So, it was pretty decent. And he was... Yeah, and I think I was watching LSU Alabama. He was hitting guys in stride downfield like that was another thing is he was hitting his receivers in stride a mm-hmm. lot of these other quarterbacks struggled with that they could they the receiver was able to make the catch but they had to slow up they had to catch it and then adjust because they had to wait for it to get to them or yeah they had to pr- do some acrobatic ridiculous catch to get it and then that stalled it they couldn't get anything after and that's the thing about burrows he hits everyone in stride that's why he's getting so much more yardage um, because every time he did it, they were able to keep going with the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the differentiator I like for that is like general accuracy versus pinpoint accuracy. Like pinpoint is hits him, he keeps going, touchdown. General accuracy is like caught or should have been caught kind of thing. But mm-hmm. that's that's the end. <laughs> Get that pinpoint accuracy. So yeah, I am. I think the Bengals are getting a really good quarterback. I'd be super excited if I was a Bengals fan. Yeah, great fit, um, Ohio guy. So it's a good story there too. One one thing with him that is kind of like probably not gonna matter too much, but might like add a few fumbles is that he doesn't like switch the ball over when he should when he's running. So like if you're you know mm-hmm. he does he he like always has it in his right hand. He never puts it in his left, which I said probably won't matter that much. I imagine he'll run to his right more anyway. But small little thing. As far as comps go, like no one's really come up with like a good comp for him. As far as like current or recent guys, um, no man. I'm telling you, look at early pictures of Dan Marino, and he looks a lot like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like just, just he really he is kind of my Dan Marino comp. Like I know it's a lofty praise, but I mean the guy never won a Super Bowl, so you know mm-hmm. I was kind of afraid of that. But you know, um, <laughs> he he. I mean, to me, I, I look at like. I looked at Dan Marino's first year in the league and like I was watching the way he threw and I was like, man, this kind of does look a little bit like Joe and I don't want to like blast him with praise already, mm-hmm. but I yeah. mean, some of my I'm thoughts, pretty high on him. Yeah. And like one of my thoughts was he's kind of like a better Baker. <laughs> like, um, they have a lot of similar strengths, but um, Burrow's a lot better with pressure than Baker is. <laughs> Um, and they're different types of confidence as well. But, um, or like, um, I'm not trying to like say Burrow has like Brady smarts or anything. I'm not going that far, but like physical and like game wise, it's like Brady, but can with legs. 
<laughs> yeah, that short intermediate passing game, like yeah. super pinpoint accurate. Be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but um, do you think there's any conceivable universe where Burrow does not go to the Bengals? Because it's the Bengals, I'm not gonna say full now. Okay. But like, I I would be I would I would be super surprised. Like, I would I would definitely put a lot of money on like you know him going to the Bengals. But yeah, so no, I would can, expect but, it. Because like, I mean, I, I don't know what the Bengals would like want. <laughs> they need a quarterback. Yeah, they need a quarterback. Like I, th- I do think Miami is gonna offer them a lot because I've been reading a lot too that Miami does like Burrow a lot too, which they should. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would work well with them too as well. Um, but I don't think there's really much that the Dolphins could offer that would equate to the value that is Joe Burrow for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Like they might offer them their first five draft picks. It still isn't possibly one of the best quarterbacks to come into the league. Yeah, as a prospect in a long time, and like they can also spend a lot less and get Tua, who, in my opinion, he's my top guy. It's close, and I, at, for me, I'm not that worried about the hip. Based on I didn't get like a workout like last like j- just on Thursday or something um, that went pretty well in their good reports. Basically, like, the reports are his recovery is going super well. It was like instantly addressed. It's not something where like he played on it a lot. Um, there's no like. It, past history with it that i'm aware of um if there is let me know that i'm missing it but um i was gonna say like, no yeah yeah it's just like it's an injury like that's probably not an issue like if it is obviously that's i you know it's gonna happen but i don't think it's something to you know worry about with the draft stock and like i think it's worth the risk even like i don't think it's an issue but even if it was an issue i think it would be worth the risk because i think he's solid like Remember Tank for Tua? Like <laughs> Tank for Tua, dude. That was a thing for a long time. And then he got one injury and everyone's acting like he's suddenly not one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think it's like, kind of unfair, like of general media to keep saying like there are injury concerns with him because he he doesn't really have injury concerns. It's not like he had nagging injuries yeah. all throughout college. It's just like would... no one can check out his hip because we have a pandemic going on. Right, exactly. <laughs> Like, but yeah, like you said, there, he didn't have like injuries a bunch throughout college or anything. It's just one thing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Tua. He was my original like best quarterback in the draft. Um, he was more consistently good throughout college. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Burrow, Burrow did not have a good, you know, sophomore year or whatever it was, whatever year before mm-hmm. this previous one. It was not great. Um, but then he. He stepped it up and had one of the best seasons ever. But Tua was great throughout most of all of college. Yeah. Um, and he's got pretty much everything you want in a quarterback. Like, he's crazy athletic, accurate. He's a vocal, like, strong leader of men. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> um, he has all those sort of intangible qualities that you want mm-hmm. in a quarterback. That's a really big part of the drafting process. I can't imagine he'll drop any further than five where the dolphins are at and i yeah, think no it's way. pretty likely that almost out of courtesy someone trades up so he's drafted earlier <laughs> you know yeah i mean what do you think the odds are the lions will take him i think if the dolphins offer the lions their first two like two of their first rounders for him they would do it yeah because then they would have five which at five they could still get Oh, I don't know, Isaiah Simmons if Okuda goes to... Yeah, there's still a lot of great options in the top five. Yeah, they have a lot of good uh, pieces there. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Lions are the most likely to trade down. They've got a lot of holes they need to fix. The other thing is they did just get rid of Slay, so, like, they do need Okuda. Yeah, they want want Okuda is, like, the general thing that's been passed around is they want Okuda. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think think they would benefit from trading down. Yeah, because um, this is all assuming the Redskins do take Chase Young, but which I think is a pretty safe assumption, uh-huh, given the coaching. The coaching, yeah. And Jack Del Rio and Ron team. Rivera, defensive minds, mm-hmm. with already a pretty good defense. Now they add Chase Young. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so two up, pretty good, really good arm. He's mobile, which he didn't have to do like a ton of improvising at Bama, just because like solid team, solid line. But um, I mean. Because of that mobility is really, really good in play action. He sells the fake super well. Um, I think he may, 
like there's a chance he has some rookie fumblies early on just because of um <laughs> I like to say like rookie fumblies. A lot of them do that. Fumblies. Like, yeah, um trying to find my note on that exactly, but um yeah, in the pocket oh, he like drops <laughs> Yeah, he he does like typical like young mobile quarterback thing where like they aren't like secure enough with the ball in the pocket, and so that could that could result in some fumbles. So, um, not as bad as another quarterback will get to on the potential fumbles, but um, anyway, yeah, Tua he's my top guy. Um, keep going back and forth. Yeah, he's really good off script. Um, he can throw to the opposite side of the field super well, even like on the move, which is impressive. That's kind of like shows his arm strength and like ability to like use his mobility and athleticism well yeah like if you were doing like a boot out right and you ended up having to launch it all the way left downfield like he mm. could do that yeah and then he's he also like he has really good like form dropping back passing stance whatever so like he's very good at like always having his stance right when he throws for the most part like when he's you know not running but um even though, like, he's able to get, like, his middle of his foot towards his target, and he's usually pretty accurate when he gets that technique right. So I'm, I assume we'll stay accurate in the pros, and he can also, he looks defenders off pretty well, too. But um, as far as comparison goes, um, who who do you have as, like, a comp for him? For Tua, um, I don't know if I have a super big comp for him. Yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, like, I feel bad because, like, it's too on the nose appearance-wise, but, like, Russell Wilson actually, like, it is actually a good comp. Like, stylistically, his, they're pretty yeah, similar. His, po- his pocket presence and, like, his ability to scramble and move are very Russ-like. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I feel like I'd feel lazy doing that comp. You know, obviously, he has... Do what? I mean, yeah, I just said Joe Burrow is like Dan Marino, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do look a good amount alike as far as just like general appearance. But anyway, yeah, they they are very similar stylistic as far as like they're actually really good passers and they're mobile and use their mobility well. They don't like use it as a bailout. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I think he would work for Miami. Um, yeah. Are there any teams you would not want him to go to? Um, not that I can like think of in particular. Um, obviously, like you know, I don't want anyone to go to Washington, but um. Yeah, we want to see their careers do well. <laughs> Kidding. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, there's no one. There's no one I can think of that would be like sucky, right off the bat. What about you? Yeah, so that's no, not really. I think one of the distinguishing sort of things about Joe Burrow and Tua versus the rest of the guys in the class is I think Burrow and Tua can go most places and still be successful. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other guys need to go to the right place to be successful. Um, and most likely won't be if they end up going into the wrong system or the wrong organization. Yeah, and that's that's why these are like the top two, like clearly to me at least. There's definitely like a break after that. But um, mm-hmm. as far as someone who I really think needs the right system is Justin Herbert. He yeah, same. He's, he's tied for my third spot actually. Um, which tiebreaker? I guess I'd put him four, but we'll get to there. Get to that. Um. So, I think his like his like intrinsic floor is higher than I, a lot of people think and give him credit for. But he needs a good spot, like we just said. I think the low floor is like I think he could be easily like I put easily ruinable by a shit team. Yeah, like if <laughs> like he seems like someone who could get totally like just destroyed. Like like play like he could develop bad habits, get his confidence dragged if he ends up in like a bad situation. So. Yeah, no, so he's a he's a quiet type. He's a silent leader. He doesn't, like, Tua is more of a vocal leader. Um, but Herbert has more of that Eli Manning sort of, like, quiet stoicism. A um, little less goofy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he got a little bit of goof to him there. But not quite as bad as Eli. But I don't. you don't want to put Justin Herbert on a team where you need him to be a leader immediately. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to be. That's not really what he does. He, like, I think Herbert needs to go to a place that has an established offensive system. Like, I think he could golf it. Like, if he went to the Rams, like, they already have golf and everything, but like somewhere like the Rams with Sean McVay, I think he would do super fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you have somebody in your ear telling you what to do and why, basically, on every play and a practice of whatnot. 
But that's what like concerns me about the Chargers because even though something like somewhere like the Chargers where the offense itself is a great fit for Herbert, the organization is so poorly run that I think they would ask a lot of him that he like can't do. Yeah, like the thing is like we don't we don't know if Anthony uh Anthony Lynn is a good coach yet or not. We really don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like asking a fish to climb a tree. You'd rather ask a monkey, but like <laughs> he, he doesn't have that quality. He doesn't have like the vocal leader quality. He's like he's quiet. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I think he needs like the Wentz treatment basically. Like so I think the go into this I think the Colts are an amazing fit for him. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like I th- well one they've got Rivers there right now he doesn't have to go in right away. Um, I think Frank Reich is good enough and smart enough to use Herbert to his strengths and not his weaknesses. Because like Eagles, what do they do? They very quickly recognize what once was and wasn't good at, so they ha- let him run a lot of shotgun. They didn't have him do like drops out to fuck him up. And same thing with um, Herbert. Like his he has some trouble like um, with like his drops and some of his footwork. I'm, I'm gonna call it like I'm gonna call it a puppy feet syndrome because he's he's like fucking six six like like some <laughs> of his movements yeah some of his movements are gonna be awkward like he's gonna he's still like isn't fully used to his large adult body probably like we see that with some of these guys like who get knocks on their footwork and like they can get better at it but it's they need more reps in their giant bodies to like get better at the footwork and more work at it but anyway um, yeah I mean that's yeah <laughs> but we see a lot. Yeah, but I think uh, the, the Wisconsin game was kind of like a good way to encompass him. I think it showed some of his limitations and some of his strengths. Um, one of his strengths is running. I think he's like he's a really like aggressive runner. And he's pretty competent at it too. He's he has those long ass strides. Like we mm-hmm. saw him running like three touchdowns in that championship game. But he also oh, yeah. his passing was also like kind of lackluster. It wasn't like awful, but he really picked it up as the game went on too, which was reassuring. But he has that like. I'll say like a willingness to like put it on the line, which is which is what you want to see. Like you said, that quiet leadership. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's kind of my Eli comp. If Eli had a slightly stronger arm, because he does have a pretty strong arm. Yeah, um, and Herbert is like a lot more athletic than Eli too. Exactly, like a lot. <laughs> I just like I feel like I could see Herbert kind of having a down game and. He doesn't really say much other than oh, I need to improve, mm-hmm. and then maybe next week he does, and he's great. But, you know, like, he's going to have some of those off weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like your get this guy on the Colts idea because yeah, I Frank think that's, a great spot. that's the perfect guy that you want to be with Herbert. Yeah, and, like, there's a chance he could end up at 13. I don't know if the Colts trade up for him, but, um, yeah, I think there is a – oh, wait, no, the Colts, didn't they trade yeah, the first round pick away? Yeah, yeah I, I they got know. rid of it for right, So they have to get back Buckner. into the first round. So not sure if they'll do that. So, but I think I think that's like my ideal fit. So we'll I see. think they're a good uh, team to potentially land Eason. Yeah, who I actually like it not too. Um, but yeah, anything, anything else on on Herbert? Not really. Yeah. Other than his name is bust, yeah. but <laughs> his name gonna, sounds like a huge bust. That. <laughs> but um, yeah, we don't want to predict them to be bust. We want everyone to do well. But sometimes it's the NFL, you know, think yeah. shit happens. But I, I think Herbert. I don't. I think he'll be as big as a bust as his name suggests. So, <laughs> I, I don't think he'll be a bust at all. But anyway, um, so on to the next guy who I think we both have agreed is kind of our bust candidate. Like I said, as much as we don't want people to like bust and have like, like we want all these guys to be good, but mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. And so neither of us are that huge on Jordan Love at the moment. No, no, not really. Um, the concerning thing for me with Love is he had the opposite of Burrow. He had a really good sophomore year um, where he was like, I think he had like a 32 to six touchdown interception, 3,500 yards, 64% completion. Like it was looking pretty good. And then his junior year. So Matt Wells was the head coach, I believe. And he left. Um, He'd been with Utah State for six years, so he was really ingrained in the system. They mm-hmm. lost their coach and the coordinator as well. And then the next year, they actually leaned on Love a lot. They had a new coach come in, so naturally they're going to lean on the established quarterback that's there already. So they did that. He had more throws, attempts. like He was much more involved in the offense, and he did a lot worse. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which is really concerning because you can say, well, it was a new coordinator, a new coach, but I've heard this argument before because I'm a Jets fan. Uh, and I remember Christian Hackenberg, and I remember him having a really good uh, freshman or sophomore year and then not doing as well after. And everyone was saying, well, it's because Bill O'Brien was his coach and he left. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... um, So I... Jordan Love, to me, needs to sit for a while. The biggest problem for me is his arm mechanic is not good. It is, like, Tebow-esque bad. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty rough, <laughs> rough cop. I mean, when you watch him throw, he it's like hit, watching him versus all of these other quarterbacks throw, it's vastly different. Like, mm-hmm. all these other guys have short, quick arm movements that, you know, don't overtax the arm, which is really important in shortening the length of that motion. But his is long-winded. It comes all the way around and over the top. It is, it is way too much, and it, he won't have enough time <laughs> to throw it if he keeps it like that. So he really needs to fix his arm. His footwork has gotten better, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really would like to see him sit for a year first. I he definitely should not go somewhere and start immediately. No, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. Like, I don't know what would be a good fit for him per se. But like, yeah, definitely not somewhere like that's actually like bad and needs him to play right away. Like, so my initial like early on, like when we did the previous podcast and talked about these guys right off the bat, my initial love impression was like that it was like I'm gonna be like the same on him as I was on Jalen, where like the, mm-hmm. I get why people like want it, but I'm not on board at all. Um, because people are saying, like, oh, Mahomes, like, blah, 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 but, like, that, I guess that upside is there, technically, but, like, the downside is, like, Jay Cutler, and <laughs> it's not necessarily terrible, but, and, like, I, like, okay, like, Jay Cutler was also Jay Cutler, like, I don't think Jordan Love's gonna have, like, that bad attitude or anything, but, um, like, Cutler was a, was a 1.4 to 1 TD interception ratio career guy, and I'm like, it kind of <laughs> sounds right for Love, like, he's the classic, like, rookie who are like honestly just player who like always overestimates their arm kind of thing mm-hmm. and like will make mistakes like he ha- he has first round ability um like not so highlights and he will make wow plays from time to time but like his issue is like he like he hasn't he's in the best pressure so like as as a player he'll either take a lot of sacks or turnover trying to avoid them um and i think he'll definitely have early like turnovers between his ball security like not like a great which a lot of young guys don't have great ball security but they'll approve it and he sometimes like locks in on a read and won't change off of it even if like alignments change on the defense but um as far as like his outside reason teams like if he's got a huge arm he can make like these high level throws opposite field like not all the time but he sometimes he makes like just crazy deep opposite field throws um he's good with the deep ball good off platform and he's athletic um thing like he doesn't have that full jalen cannon but I don't know if he has that like full Jalen disaster level that we saw at the end of um, that playoff game. Like that, like that moment of really, like I'm not really trying to game. like yeah I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but that like that last two minutes of Jalen was like my fear of what the downside was. Like just that total lapse in everything. Yeah. I don't think Jordan Love has that, but he doesn't have the same like unbelievable like cannon that Jalen has but that no his sense. arm's not as good it is like, good he, yeah, he has a really good arm like yeah but Jalen also had one of the best arms I think I've ever seen in a prospect yeah love I'd say love has the like biggest cannon of the class probably yeah but um yeah like he's he is I don't know if say like a project but he's not someone who at the moment I think is ready for the NFL game no and like the the sort of intriguing aspect to him that I think is going to get him more you know, hypothetical votes, if you will, is that he uh, he is also really good with his legs. And we are entering mm-hmm. that sort of newer NFL era of quarterbacks that need to be dual threat or can at least move and create problems for the defense with their feet as well as their uh, arms. But he's just he's got a lot of things to work on. The good thing with Love is that he's I don't think he's any higher than. Four, three or four on most people's draft boards, which means most mm-hmm. teams that would take him would hopefully already have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like if he went to the Saints or the Packers 
or yeah, I like the Packers Colts. that you had listed on here. Yeah, like a, a lot of these guys that already have an established quarterback that he could sit behind and learn. He, if you sit behind Aaron Rodgers and see how he throws the ball, this guy's going to be fine. Um, but if you go somewhere like the Chargers or the Jaguars is a really big concern of mine. If the Jaguars mm-hmm. took him, um, because they don't really have a quarterback, they have Gardner Minshew. But like, what if Gardner Minshew sucks in like week five and they mm-hmm. take him out and put Love in? He's that is not enough time. He's going to be yeah, worth. <laughs> so yeah, that that's my love. Yeah, I think late like late first round to an actual good team is the idea situation. Yes, mm-hmm. Like assuming he does go first round, like. Colts have, like, a nice early second, and so that would be a spot for one of these guys, too. Like, if Justin Herbert somehow falls to the Colts right there, like, that's ideal fit for him, but he probably also goes first. Like, I assume I assume these four guys we just mentioned go in the first. I I would definitely assume, yeah. I think even the next guy, too, will has a good shot. I'm going at the later end of the first as well. Hmm. As in, uh, as in Jacob Eason? Oh, yeah. All right, so... People um, are going to get quarterback crazy, man. Yeah, so we've got two Jakes. We've got Eason and Fromm. They're actually like intertwined. Um, they both played at a played at Georgia, and then Eason was a, Eason got hurt, and then Fromm balled out, and then Eason ended up transferring mm-hmm. because Fromm held on to the job. So um, I'll start with Eason. Um, so he is probably um, I've got him after Herbert, um, and so he's probably my number five, I guess, based on how ties are going to go. Anyway, so he. It's so like I mentioned his odd path. I think the odd path he's had is like a plus just because having some adversity, I, in my opinion, is is good going in the NFL. Like him and like Hertz, especially, I think are prepared mentally for the NFL. Just the like the shitty nature of things. Like because yeah. she's a fan. Um, adversity. Yeah. So I'm not sure where Easton's gonna go. Like he, like you said, he maybe he does go in the first, but there's not a lot on him. Um, because I, I think I, I would take Eason over Love personally, actually. Um, the thing on, like I said, the thing on Eason is the lack of, like, tape we have on him, really. Um, yeah, dude, it was really hard to find tape on him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, like, the last time we saw a quarterback with not much to show was Trubisky, and that's going to scare people off just of these guys who don't have much on tape, I think. Like, with Eason and Gordon, in a sense. But, um... Ethan not as much. Ethan's had at least more time than Gordon, but he's he is more of a like traditional quarterback, which no, I don't want to say like slow white quarterback, but <laughs> yeah, I but, mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ethan does have two seasons of tape, which is a lot better than the one we saw from Bitchkey or Gordon. But um, <laughs> so I think he's got good footwork, which he's gonna need if he's um a traditional quarterback. Is gonna put it. Um, He's good at all his levels of drops. He's good play action. He sells his fakes well. Um, he can he can punt it like pooch punt, <laughs> like oh, which yeah, is a random ass thing. Which I figured that's will make you like him more. Um, he's a he's a fine decision maker, which I, I assume will improve um, as he just gets more reps too. Like my example, like looking at this was like seeing how Gardner Minshew or even like Case Keenum have like Minshew that did well already, and Keenum put a career together just because like look at all the reps like. They got college pretty much. Even Minshew in a limited time, but like Keenum just had a ton of reps in college in general. So like just getting more used to the game is gonna help him too. Um he he struggles a little more off platform and like on the move than the like the guys we've talked about and most of the class in general. It's because he isn't as mobile and isn't able to like compensate for like in other ways. Um he's nice and aggressive. Um he reads defense as well and he can hold defenders well, read them with like with his eyes and everything. Um but the aggressiveness like does sometimes have a downside. He like he's got a good arm, definitely good arm, but sometimes he overestimates himself too much and like tries to get the ball like in too tight of windows under pressure. Not like the hero ball, but like the unwillingness to give up on a play sometimes. Um I think he's got better arm talent than Burrow and Fromm, and honestly, like probably better arm than Tua. Um I mean but that's debatable. Like I will I'll concede either side on that. Um, I mean, I think the only guy with a better arm is probably Love, yeah. just like an arm talent. Mm-hmm. And then I think Eason's got really good delivery, and he can get kind of creative with it as far as like three force motions, side arming it. Um, he avoids pressure well in the pocket, and escapes well, especially for his like you know mobility or maybe like their uh, like he's not like a super slow guy or anything, but he's mm-hmm. not 
any like super athlete. I mean, all, every NFL player is super athlete, but you know what I mean. Um, and my comp is I think he could easily be a non-Jameis version of Jameis. Like, <laughs> but like Jameis, but like a better brain. There we go. Because like um, they've got a lot of similar like tendencies and strengths, but Jameis is no Jameis. Jameis. <laughs> yeah. I don't think 30. Burrow will still like. Oh, sorry, Burrow. Easton will still make some of those mistakes of trying to force it in, but he's not going to have those just total lapses. <laughs> no, yeah, I uh, I see Jacob Easton, and I see what the Colts did trading their first pick, and I think logically the Colts are going to try to get him on day two. Um, I like that. Yeah, he he makes sense in like early second too, like as well, like or something like that. Yep, but I also like admit that I think. Teams are going to go a little quarterback crazy, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of them are going to get taken. So there's a good chance, like someone might have to sort of Lamar Jackson this and trade up at the end of the first round to get him. Yeah, if, like I guarantee that she used to like take a trade if they could get better cap room or something. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can we just give you our pick for money? Does that work? <laughs> yeah, it's like NBA style, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like as far as fits, like. I see Eason and sort of those schemes. Like, honestly, the Colts are one of my favorite for him. Um, I think that that's a really likely landing spot. I also see him going to somewhere like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I there's not a whole lot of tape on him, so it's kind of hard to evaluate. But from what I saw, he looked pretty solid. He had good for me. Had pretty good field instincts. He was making progressions. Wasn't just staring down the first guy. And chucking it to them, which is uh, that was sort of a problem with some of the other guys that I forgot to mention. Like Herbert is a, a major aimer. He uh, going back to Herbert for a second. Mm-hmm. He he he's like the Kirk Cousins. He sees his number one read and he stares him down, and that's not good. Yeah, um, like Love has some of that too. Yes, and Love is the other guy. He does the same thing. Uh, but Eason doesn't really do that. He's good at making progressions and reads, and I think they're sort of in the consensus that he needs to also take some time to grow a little bit in the position. Yeah. My honestly, what would be my favorite spot would be if he does make it to Tampa in the second round at 45, like they're behind Brady for I presume two years and your tires in the Bruce Arian system with those guys. Like, I think that's a really good fit for him. Oh yeah. So that would be like my ideal spot would be Tampa for him, but it would have to be it would probably be second round or trading back into the first, but, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like using a good amount. Like I hadn't done a whole lot of looking at him until the last like week or so, like week pretty much, just because you know quarantine's given a lot of time to do draft research. But oh yeah, so much time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, anything before we move on to other Jake, other Jake, let's do. Oh, it. Oh, sorry, Jacob and Jake will say. Hi. But um, Jake. all right. So Jake from he, so he's my other. I'm gonna call like him and Herbert my three point five. But if I had to break the tie, I think I'd put from ahead. Um, I'm, I've grown pretty fond of him, but I'll let you go first on, on Fromm. Well, so Fromm was probably the last guy I researched for some reason. I just didn't really want to, I think it's his name. It's another, it's another name thing where I'm like, Jake Fromm, that's not a good Fromm, name. Fromm sounds like, it doesn't sound exciting. It's Fromm. not. Fromm. It's like frowny mom, but <laughs> anyway. No one wants a frowny mom. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, after watching him. He so his arm to me looks pretty solid. His throwing motion is weird. Mm-hmm. It's not elongated like Love's. It's more like the Philip Rivers where you're just kind of like, how did he actually just throw that ball? <laughs> you know, I agree. He has like a weird motion, and we kind of texted about this. And yeah, he uses way too much shoulder and muscle. It's yeah. a lot of upper body muscling it forward which is why a lot of times his spiral is garbage yeah um, and he yeah, he's he's an arm thrower he but he i just mentioned that he is working on fixing that um like i think he told chris sims basically that he's trying to get his legs and hip into it more which will help him a lot because his weakness as well um is like his arm strength like he like i said he's like burrow and where he could compensate because he gets a lot of air into the ball when he goes deep but he doesn't mm-hmm. like drive as well which I think he can improve that based on just some guys do improve it anyway. And then also like if he's getting his legs and hips into it more, that's going to help a ton. So I think he has to, like, yeah. I think if he wants to succeed, he has to do that, yeah. um, which hopefully is the mindset he's going into it with. Cause he was still throwing at 30, 40, 50 yards 
with a bad spiral. I mean, imagine how well he could throw it if he actually had the motion down right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's my biggest thing for him. I want him to get that you know circular motion down, get his legs into it, his hips, so he can drive through with the ball and get get a nice spiral. Uh, but other than that, like he's good at all the other things a quarterback should be good at. He has the best pocket presence, I think. Yeah, that, he's really good at that. He looks. On, and I know this is lofty, but he looks like Brady when he's in the pocket. Like, it's mm. collapsing, and he is still upright as hell. Like, he is a tall motherfucker. He's just standing there delivering the ball regardless of what's going on around him. Mm-hmm. He's confident and poised. He's good at making reads. So these are all really, really good qualities in a quarterback. He just got to get that armed up right, man. Yeah, like, and I, I'm like, this is all, like, assuming he is able to, like, fix some of that and because, like, I don't see why it would be a huge issue. Like, it's really just, like, learning how to get more power behind your throat. Like, the, so. Yeah, the thing will be, does he revert to it when yeah. things aren't going right? Because that's, like, the hard thing is you have to get over it and then move past it. A lot of these guys, they have a bad mechanic or some kind of technical issue. And then when shit hits the fan, maybe they've fixed it, but then they revert because they're panicking and and anxious. The good mm-hmm. thing about Fromm is he doesn't really exude any anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah, what he, he like doesn't panic. Yeah, so I'm not too worried about it for that reason. Also, I don't think he's gonna end up starting right away just because I don't think he can go early enough to be asked to. So, yeah, I think I think he'll get time to one work on it enough, and then two, like you said, he doesn't seem like the guy who would totally panic. Um, one yeah, thing so that- I don't. I don't know where he's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, one thing with him, I, I guess, like, on fit, I know if we want to talk about, like, Patriots do make a lot of sense as far as, like, fit in a, in a system. Um, I think Saints make sense, like, as an heir apparent to Drew Brees. Um, like, a team with, like, a quarterback <laughs> kind of coming up soon. I mean, I mean we're going we're gonna to say Colts, because the Colts are just a good team. So, like, and yeah, Phil's getting good, old, so, like... Yeah, they've got a good quarterback coach. They have Phil Rivers on a one-year deal. It's pretty... They, like... I mean, the Colts have just done such an awesome job. They have a great GM. They've yeah. put themselves in a good position to be successful with a lot of different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Colts are going to be, like, one of our calls on a lot of this. But, yeah, like, Pats makes sense, I think. Um, let's see. Hmm. Or else, like, I mean, Niners, maybe? But I don't know how Jimmy G's going to... And he's going to go there. We also have no clue what Chicago's going to do, but I don't, don't, no don't, don't, don't want to wish that on anyone at this point. I'm very <laughs> concerned about Chicago as a unit, but anyway. Um, yeah, as you should be. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, more with Fromm. So, look, like, one of the things I was reading about was his OC, which he recently got fired, kind of fucked him over. Um, basically, like, the drops weren't really matching the routes. So, a lot of times the throws <laughs> would look late. And would technically be late, I guess, just because, like, the timing didn't match up with the route. So, like, the throw wouldn't be, like, there, like, as early as it should be. And so that kind of added to the arm strength thing. It was like, oh, he's getting all these late throws. His arm's not strong enough, which it was kind of like a miss. Like, the, it was a, the mistake was attributed to the wrong weakness, I guess. Whereas I think it was more just getting fucked over by his coach. Um, or the mm-hmm. OC, I mean. And um, But, yeah, he's super smart, heady, whatever you want to call it. Goes through reads, reads well. Um delivers well even when he's working back to the opposite side of the field um he's good at like reading the leverages he can hold defenders um in his last year he dealt with a lot of inexperienced receivers like that's why you'd see like stuff where he'd throw it and, like don't want to be there like there, there are definitely some obvious miscommunication issues on like a guy not moving or sitting in his own right or whatever so that was evan he got he got kind of screwed over some um he's good in the pocket as far as like athleticism he's probably the least athletic of all these top quarterbacks but he makes up for a lot by being super talented in the pocket like we talked about Mm -hmm. um like literally with the braid like movement stuff that's how he compensates i think he's like a high floor guy um for sure um he's got really good ball security despite the small hands thing and he's really good off platform within 25 yards actually despite like not being super athletic and so like, if he does do fine improving his starting motion, his velocity, I think he'll easily be, like, the number three guy here. But mm. as far as comps go, um, I mentioned previously, like, I think upside Matt Ryan, I still stick with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, currently, like, he looks Rivers-esque, but I think that'll fade. I think we're just going to go with the throwing motion. Yeah, it's just because he 
does that little sidearm thing. Like the, the ball shouldn't be coming out trajectory. <laughs> like, how did you do that? Are you a magician? Yeah. As far as like mid level comp, I think like Kirk Cousins currently makes sense as like a mid level comp, and I think like lower end. I originally said Dalton, but I don't know if that's right, just because like I think he's he's gonna make better decisions than Dalton will on a pretty consistent basis. No, but, I think Dalton's a pretty good call here. Yeah. We have to remember Dalton was with the Bengals. Yeah, I would like I was gonna say maybe like um like pre Chiefs Alex Smith would make pre-Chiefs sense. Pre Chiefs Alex Smith, okay. Just because like was well, fine, but yeah, hmm. like like I think like low level projection is like game manager. He won't like fuck you up. But he's not gonna be the reason you win. Like as far as like floor goes for this get for Burr uh, for Fromm, I mean, but. I think it'll be closer to that mid upper level of his trajectory possibilities. Yeah, I'm trying to. It looks like like I'm just reading up on him a little bit. He's six two, two hundred twenty pounds. Like he he has his, he has his man body at this point. Like he does. He you does look, look at like you can tell he, he's got man. like his, he's got his like man body more or less. Um. Or yeah. Like, no. I'm just like I'm really struggling to see a t- like a, a great fit. I, like that's just gonna have to wait till the draft, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a team jumping out of me that's like, oh, he needs to go here. Like he would complement them so well. Yeah, like I do think the Vikings kind of make sense. Um, I already mentioned like pass is just like a if you're gonna do any sort of Tom Brady comp, you kind of have to mention that just because like it will rely on him being smart and accurate. Short. Um, well, I guess I'll ask, when do you think he gets taken? I don't. Because that's what I'm struggling with. Is I'm like, well, I don't know when people are going to make the move on him. Yeah, to see who's available for that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he'll go first round. But I would say probably not. But he's probably a day two guy. Yeah, like late. I would say like late second. I don't know. It's hard just because like I don't know when people are going to get like QB happy and shit. <laughs> I'm trying to look for like mocks on like where people have them going to. Like I've looked, at, I, I never look at mock drafts ever, <laughs> so I don't care. But oh god, no! I tried to watch one the other day, and the person picked Tua at three with the Lions, and it just like it literally just fucked up the entire rest of the draft. Uh-huh. This is stupid. I was um, someone put up a thing of like Maurice Jones Drew's mock draft, and it was so like hilariously bad, <sighs> like. Like, and I know, like, you can't, it's hard to say, like, oh, a mock draft's bad, but, like, no, it, like, made no sense for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking goddamn. Maurice Jones drew, love him as a player, but good God. <laughs> Remember when he predicted the uh, Mercedes Lewis blowout game in London? <laughs> I do remember that. That was funny as fuck. Um, Didn't, was he, I mean, they were the Jags, right? He knew his, he knows yeah. his Jags. But, um,. Oh yeah, Fromm also had like a super tough schedule, by the way, in college. I forgot that. Percentage of pass attempts by each top quarterback that came against top 50 defenses uh, by, I don't know what SP Plus is. But like Fromm, it has him like 78% and the second is Tua like 61. Basically, Fromm had a super tough schedule, by the way. Like, <coughs> that's a thing that's not to be discounted totally, so... Oh, definitely not. I mean, but, uh, col- that's like the biggest problem with college is you don't actually really know how good teams <laughs> are because they only play 11 games. They all stay within their own conference where they beat up on each other. Yeah. It's really hard to tell if a team's actually good or not. Yeah. For what it's worth, like, I would love if, like, the Falcons did take him, honestly. Like, I would be okay with that. I think because, both the Raiders and the Falcons could use him as a Yeah. Backup, there's actually there's another guy I think is interesting for the Raiders that we're going to get to, actually. But um, I uh, like staying in Georgia. Like I've got, I'm giving him the Matt Ryan comp. Like Matt Ryan could help him a lot too, getting his arm strength up. Like Cal- he and Calvin really make a lot of sense. I think by the time Ryan's done it, Fromm is in. Julio might also be close to done as well. So I don't know who would be the next guy there. But I could, I could see Fromm to really be in a great combo. So I, I think he'd be a good fit there. Honestly, if a team is like taking him to hold onto and use later. Mm-hmm. Although I think Matt Ryan can probably probably realistically he probably outlasts like a non first round rookie contract of a backup, but I don't know how it goes. So yeah, I think by the time they would be there, he would be like thirty seven. I think he's he's gonna still play then. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing with like the Falcons thing in some ways. Like <clears throat> I they would probably still be with, like holding on to Matt Ryan and using him. So I don't know how he's gonna turn out, but I think he would be a good fit for the Falcons too. Um, but. Yeah, anything else on From before we get to, um, I guess, probably the 
very consensus next two guys and then big drop off big drop off yeah um, no i think that we've covered him pretty well yeah so um jalen hurts um remember this guy <laughs> yeah so he is tough to rank for me just because i i definitely don't think he should start right away but not necessarily not for like the love reasons but the tough thing with like a project in the nfl is because like the nfl people give the nfl way too much credit for developing a quarterback well like it rarely happens so as far as like immediate spot i think he's suited best either like as a like strict lamar backup just because like like literally as ravens say okay we want a decent insurance policy for lamar because like he's not nearly like the thrower lamar is like quarterback wise but he can throw deep throw on the run and run it himself and that's like that would be like very ideal for keeping the ravens offense afloat and it would do it a lot better than rg3 i think so hmm. um Aside from that, I think like Pittsburgh or San Fran or really like Tennessee actually would make some sense. Um, as yeah. possible fits. I think Tennessee's kind of an interesting one just because like, yeah, their team's kind of in limbo. Yeah. And like after Tannehill, like, and also like what if Tannehill doesn't work out? And like they, they want a quarterback that can move. They love running the ball. I think Hurts would fit well with that in the sense. Um, or, you know, maybe Seattle if he likes to run. Who knows? But anyway. Um, so before I go more into Hertz, like, what are your thoughts on him? Um, well, he's super athletic. Um, so I do like the whole sort of go to the Ravens, sit behind Lamar thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had like a seventy percent completion percentage, though, which shouldn't be discounted because that's mm-hmm. pretty damn impressive, even in college. Yeah. Um, and he improved throughout college. He's first year there. He was uh, he did like twenty eight hundred yards, and they moved up to thirty eight hundred, twenty three touchdowns to thirty two went down intercepted. like he definitely improved throughout college mm-hmm. i think his biggest problem is i don't think he is great at reading defenses um from what i've seen they seem to think that that's where he his biggest struggle is if he goes against a, like a well-schemed defense he's gonna have a real tough time mm-hmm. um i don't the, the hard thing for me is i don't know when this guy is gonna go yeah like i don't know i have zero clue where he gets drafted like could be, I don't. I don't think he goes. He won't. He won't go first round. I'm almost positive. And the, like, I doubt he goes second round. Third round seems like a spot. Like third or fourth round makes sense. As like, here's where you take like a high upside project quarterback. I don't, yeah, I don't even say project, but like third, fourth round is where you take your high upside quarterback who like you aren't starting right away. Yeah. I uh, yeah. <clears throat> third, fourth round seems pretty much ideal to me. Or not really ideal, but you know what I mean. Where he's probably going to go. Yeah. Um, but with Hurts, as far as like intangibles go, a lot of experience. Um, he and from everything I can tell, he seems to be like not to say clutch, but he like in game he learns well from his fuck ups in game. Um, also, everyone's aware of the adversity he's gone through as far as like getting benched for Tua in the championship game and everything. And like uh, all his interviews, like every interview with him makes you love him. Like he's a hundred percent. Like I'm gonna not to keep the Lamar comparisons going because that feels lazy. But like as far as like um like moving from a starter to him, it would be similar to where the like locker room would definitely love him and rally behind him. And like if the starter ahead of him struggles, like you bet the people in the locker room are gonna like want to give Hurts a shot. Um, yeah, absolutely. He's kind of got that electric sort of yeah, personality. He's too. definitely like definitely leader by like example and like vocally too so mm-hmm. um, yeah so I, he's a really good leader yeah like um, great teammate like that's an obvious thing on him so i'm very i'm very interested to see how his career pans out yeah like right now like one of his big issues is ball security um he is good enough to kind of make up for it some just because like he's a good runner and keep the ball away from people <laughs> by running away from them um <laughs> but his his trap door as far as like pooping out of the nfl is like fumbleitis like between yeah like that and then i guess like a, a, i guess a turnover right is too between possible picks but um I, I would more say fumbleitis just based on everything i've seen from him um yeah. he, he does kind of have a longer release motion which is not like great but he's got like fast enough footwork to make up for it so it doesn't really hinder him a lot um one of his big things is he doesn't always get into a stance right especially on like three step drops he'll get too deep um like he'll get too wide i mean um he has really good pump fakes, and he is good at getting a lot out of his athleticism. A lot of times, you see like with these like running quarterbacks that they use it as a bailout and not like a 
tool like to make themselves better like he's so good on the move like like he is the best quarterback on the move in this draft i think as far as like staying accurate while running like he actually is super good at that because like i i don't want to talk about jalen hurts like he's not a quarterback like he is a good quarterback too but he has some like limitations at the moment but he is able to like use his athleticism to like get more out of himself as a quarterback um he's also like really good at like, working with his running back like when he's going to be moving like he's good at getting his running back like into the like into the flat with pre staff read so i think like like when cam finally realized how good christian mccaffrey was like that kind of thing <laughs> um one thing on Hertz is like the hero ball he does it sometimes but it doesn't stick like if you like I said if you fuck some in a game he won't do it again he's mostly smart about throwing it away and like I said if he if he fucks up on hero ball once he won't do it again so he's definitely mature enough to like work that out and he responds yeah he responds really well to mistakes and like big hits he's got a good deep game I think he like manages the pocket pretty well too especially for like a mobile guy you think oh he'll just bail and run but he doesn't, like, one of the things I liked about Lamar a lot was that he didn't use his ability to escape and run as, like, a, like, necessity. It was just an extra tool for if he had to, and he's good at it. So, um, yeah, sometimes Hurts does overreact to pressure a little bit, and then, like, once he gets out, he'll be like, okay, I'm good, then he gets fucked over. But um, I, like, I think in a good situation, like I said, where he can chill and just get better, at quarterbacking would be good for him. But I think he's like, he has some cool upside just because of how insanely athletic he is. I think if you can, you put him with Jake Fromm, you'd have like the perfect. <laughs> you need to mix them. <laughs> have a baby. Right. <laughs> Do yeah. it. Yeah, as far as fit, like I said, Ravens backup makes a ton of sense. Um, but other spots, like I said, I think, I think I like the Titans as kind of a fit too, as backup to um, Tanny. Tanny, just Mariota's gone. So um, I don't know where else I'd say. I do think, like, interestingly enough, like, Saints could be fun just because if they want to use Taysom Hill, but they yeah. want to keep Drew Brees in, they can get, they're going to do is get Jalen Hurts. He can do the Taysom Hill stuff, but he can also, like, throw it. And so they That's can keep, they can keep yeah. one guy in and do all the same shit and not have to <laughs> fuck every, and not have to fuck everything up and, like, hamstring themselves. So. Yeah, I would like to see a lot better footwork out of him. I'm just yeah. I'm watching some tape of him right now, and that was definitely one thing yeah, I missed. He he rushes it a lot. That's like his one of his big issues. Yeah, off the back foot, like you got to work on those fundamentals. Mm-hmm. But um, so last guy, uh, Anthony Gordon. Um, so <laughs> I can't find this guy's actual age anywhere, which is hilarious. Like <laughs> I spent like a lot of time looking up his like birth date or actual age or whatever. Like there's nothing like at all on his exact age <laughs> which is hilarious. a conspiracy but uh, since he redshirted in 2016 so i'm gonna assume he's like 22 or 23 but um so I, i'm gonna ask how much like how much do you have on anthony gordon nothing literally <laughs> literally nothing i am watching some right now all right so <laughs> i'll, I'll go i'll go through all my notes yeah i've got a lot written here so as far as his backstory i feel like that's kind of important to get into so Anthony Gordon is getting overlooked a lot because he only, he's only got one season of tape. Like, I know I talk about Eason only having two and, like, not much recently. But um, Anthony Gordon's got one season. However, it was a good season. Um, like 48 touchdowns? Yeah. Is that what I'm reading? So, he led the whole – so, he in regular season passing, so not counting bowl games, um, he led the NCAA in passing yards. Burrow ended up passing him after two extra games. But, um, yeah, NCAA fixed that shit. Um and so Gordon played behind, Gordon was behind Minshew last year, who also led the NCAA in some passing yards. And then Haskins passed him after a bowl game. So again, NCAA, why do you count bowl stats? But so people <laughs> are, do this? yeah, people are going to get concerned because, like I said, the last guy who we had not much tape on was Mitchell Trubisky, and everyone's seeing that like fuck up, and is going to be super concerned. So basically, basically, everyone's question is, okay, is like Mike Leach and that team and offense like a genius? Or, um, like, are these quarterbacks actually good? And my answer is yes uh, to both of those. Yeah, Mike Leach is real good. Yeah, like, and, like, he's also like he's also super lovable, too. But uh, This guy's got a real nice spiral. Mm-hmm. He's got good touch. He can kind of laser it in the short passes with very relative ease in his arm motion. I like a lot of things about this guy. His He does force it on the deep throws. Um, looks like he needs to work on his deep throw, like, motion. A little bit more because he definitely like shoulders it a bit yeah like he has like a relatively good like 
DKM, at least like stat-wise, like production-wise and stuff like that, despite it looking odd. Um, but getting past the story, okay, so like as far as why people are off on him, he needs to add some weight. He's a little too slim probably to take NFL hits. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks like Rosen out there in terms of body physique. <laughs> yeah, he... So his, his drops need a little work, and he's better ball screen in the pocket. But I think, like, I've, I've said that about almost all these guys. It's just kind of a young guy thing that needs to work. Um, sometimes he'll miss, like, his zone reads and take a little too long to, like, get like target the window in the zone as a result. Or, like, he'll come off reads in the zone too early instead of the check down. But the good thing is he is, like, willing to go to the check down. He's not, like, he's not Alex Smith level on it. It's a lot of times it's, like, he definitely knows when to hit the check down. But sometimes he'll also hit it too early and not, like, take the risk. Um, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand with him sometimes missing his read sometimes. Um, but anyway, so the good, he's got like a nice good release and he can kind of deliver from different platforms. He escapes, he's got like escaping, reset, firing, uh, good pump fake. And the plus of playing uh, at Washington and doing the air raid is he reads the whole field well, like mm-hmm. left to right, up, down, all that. Um, as far as like, um, where like good areas of the field are for him, he's good on the short and medium range, especially at the perimeter. And um, he's not afraid to throw it in the tight window at all. And then um, he looks good. So he's actually like he's actually was pretty baller going deep, like thirty plus yards, like despite it looking odd and up the seam. Um, might be a product of offense, might be product of him, or just good fit on that sense. Um, but he got a lot better as the year went on too. Like if you look at some early games versus late games, it's definitely apparent. Like like I said, he has this one season to go off of, so you you gotta hope he improves. Um, as far as like the key areas where he improved, like he got a lot better at pre-snap reads, you could tell. Um, he got a lot better at throwing the ball away, knowing to cut bait. Because like even when you know the check down, like you still want to get the most out of a play, but sometimes it fucks yeah. you over. Um, and that in the red zone, he got better at doing that too, and he just got more efficient in the red zone. He got better at like baiting coverage and opening up a spot to like get a guy to you know sit there. You know, you see it all the time, like moving around. All of a sudden, guys open, got to hit him. So. I think he'd be a good fit in an offense that utilizes tight ends as receivers a lot because he's great in the seam. Someone with at least one deep threat to kind of complement his, you know, tendency to want to push it downfield and then a good pass catching bat. So all of that makes sense with the Raiders, which is where <laughs> I kind of want him to go because they have Waller. I, I think he would love Waller. Yeah, they have Tyrell Williams there for now, I'm pretty sure at least. Um, and they've got Josh Jacobs, who's an amazing pass catching bat despite how the Raiders used him last year. So like... I think he makes a ton of sense as like someone for the Raiders to draft because right now they've got Carr and Mariota, and so Mariota's contract like shows they're willing to cut pay from Carr. Like if those are if you got Mariota and your guy ahead of him, you think Mariota like might be better than you should probably draft a quarterback. Like <laughs> regardless of how I would feel about Carr, like if that's the team's stance, then yeah, like I don't think Gordon's going to cost a lot. Like, I don't know where he's going to go in the draft, but I like his. Like potentially, I, I like, like a lot of what I'm seeing from him. There's just not much there yet, and um, <clears throat> he just yeah. I mean, I, he has some limitations on the arm because of his mechanics and footwork, which he mm-hmm. needs to hammer out. And other than that, I mean, these balls he's throwing are damn accurate. Mm-hmm. And uh, who is it? Um, yeah, like he's putting him in tight windows, really tight windows. Yeah. <laughs> And as far as, like, a guy, like, who, with some credibility, who likes him, like, uh, Will Hewlett, he does, like, QB collective. It's, like, a lot of, like, just film work on quarterbacks. He's pretty big on um, Gordon as well. But, um, yeah, like, I'm a fan of him. I think, um, as far as, like, other fits goes, I think Chargers lines make sense, too, actually. But I assume they'll probably take someone sooner. I don't know. Maybe lines, like, would take him later. But I honestly think the Raiders make a lot of sense as a fit. And, like, just looking at him, like, he... He like if if you've dealt with Mike Leach, I think you can handle Gruden as well for what it's worth too. But he just looks like a Vegas boy. I don't know, like a West well, out West boy. He's mainly mm-hmm. to Washington, but like I, I think I think going from Leach to Gruden would be a transition that you'd be able to manage. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I think so. I think a lot of guys like playing for Gruden too. Yeah, I like people. I everyone like everyone who plays for Leach loves him too, as far as I'm aware. So, but yeah, Gruden, that was a. Uh... He looks pretty good. I can't believe I didn't know anything about this guy, but yeah, Gruden demands a lot of his quarterbacks too, and I think Gordon could like handle that like dynamic too. So he's he's clearly confident on the field. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. very interesting. But 
Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by Gordon, so there's not much there, but I'm I want to see more. <laughs> I mean, I don't think his arm, like his mechanic, isn't as good, but his arm isn't any worse than Burrow's. Mm-hmm. Some of these passes I'm watching him throw are beautiful, man. Like yeah, like he's like he's got a good arm. Like he throws the ball well. Like it's like like I written here put in like he just looks like he throws it well, plain and simple. Like yeah, like he he drops it on a dime. He has like touch where he can if he's got to go deep out to the right, he can loft it all the way up and have it drop right in the receiver's hands. Like yeah, I think he just needs more reps. Like he's he has one college season under his belt really <laughs> like because yeah. when he got because luke falk was there luke falk was 2015 to 17 and like he got drafted it was like a pretty competent like incumbent so like they weren't gonna put him in and then it was Minshew was like oh because like Minshew um transferred from east carolina so it was like okay what's gonna happen now so like there are reasons it makes sense he wasn't playing yet but I think, Watch this guy go to the packers behind rogers <laughs> sit for three years and then become an all-star and they just continuously have an all-star quarterback (laughs) like he needs some place where he can just get some more reps and like learn and still just get better as a quarterback because he doesn't have a lot of game experience yet so yeah he plants his feet in a bad way uh is the one of the biggest thing i'm noticing like he'll have his feet planted and then decide after where he's going to throw it and then he torsos up top to throw it instead of resetting and using his feet but the only like we only have a year of tape, so hopefully it's not too ingrained in him. Yeah, listen, he hasn't had enough time to like, like make get, it a habit. Yeah, he hasn't had enough time to develop any really habit, good or bad, like game time wise. So, but man, he can throw it. I would yeah. love to see this guy go he throws somewhere. Well. Wait, yeah, hell yeah. So he's like, af- like so, like after Gordon, as far as other guys, like I'm not too like huge or into anybody. I think that much would come of anyone, but like these top eight, I think are. The ones we're discussing, I think Gordon's kind of like the one who's not getting much love at all, but I think should be just for like the heck of it, like especially since Trubisky got some love. But yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably it in terms of the quarterbacks. There, are, I mean, there are more that are going in the draft, but I don't, I don't think we've missed anybody really worth. Yeah, like not some worth, but like anyone who is going to have enough draft capital to matter per se or these are like at least the ones i think are the best eight for sure but um so as far as like quarterback free agent moves we can hit that in another episode i think we got a lot for a lot oh, for yeah. now here but um deep dive yeah everyone everyone loves the quarterbacks um you know jersey sales trading card sales whatever like super flex leagues if you're in, if that's your thing like i love it so you gotta know the quarterbacks for that um because what andy ended up with uh Minshew last year on like a bargain so maybe yeah. that ends up maybe it ends up being Gordon or something who knows so there are some guys there are some guys to take like a later shot on especially looking at where they land so thank you all for joining in uh stay safe stay inside and stay listening to Mozzie and the Muscle hey putting out all the content so you don't even have to move mm-hmm. you have to think about it you have to worry about it you just Come on down to Mozzie and the Muscle. 100, 100 years, Mozzie and the Muscle. 100 years. 100 years in your ears. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys.